0: This episode of Super Boothers is brought to you by Imaging Spectrum, the preeminent source for printers and printer supplies. With printer brands like DNP, Sony, Symphonia, you're sure to find the best printer that meets your needs and your budget. Visit their website at imagingspectrum.com.
1: to Super Boothers. My name is Ryan. And I'm Ismail. So we just had a fabulous dinner. We did. Uh, I was in New York. Well, actually, so I was going to podcast movement in Philadelphia. And funny enough, it was actually cheaper to fly into New York and take the train down.
0: Plus, you had to make a stopover to see your favorite person.
1: Admit it. And a wind tour. I went to go to the Met and it was absolutely <laughs> amazing. If you haven't gone to the Met to see Heavenly Bodies, if you're in New York, if you're on the West Coast, if you're in America, you absolutely need to go to the Met. It was just amazing. And if Ryan lived in New York, he'd, I'd be broke because the
0: fancy <laughs> restaurants, the fancy hotels, I can't keep up. Why can't we ever go to like a diner or something?
1: That's not happening. <laughs> it's just where's the luxury? It was now, great. Restaurant, great food. Yes. So uh, we went to Budokan, and it was fabulous. Uh, for those that don't know, Budokan is a Cantonese restaurant in the meatpacking district, and Ismail doesn't do Asian food.
0: I don't. So it was, it was, a, it was a reach for me. But I – well, I didn't have really Asian food. I had the Mongolian lamb chops, the crusted Mongolian lamb chops. Mm, <clears throat> Delicious.
1: It was just amazing. So if you're in New York, go to the Met, then go to Budokan, and it'll be amazing.
0: But anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. So you visited New York. It was it was a short stay. Uh, I'm glad we got to connect while you were here, but it was really a stopover to the main event, right? You were going to Philadelphia for a conference, you know. And I think before we, before I ask you about it, I, I would have loved to have been there. Uh, I just had a conflict and I couldn't go to this event. And I think it's such a a great sign that you're putting the effort to go and learn and like thinking about how to improve the show so we can give more value to our listeners.
1: So tell us a little bit about your experience going there. Well, we know I don't travel enough. Um, however, (laughs) I will look for any excuse to get on a plane. Actually, so I took the train from New York to Philadelphia, which I did not know was a thing on the East coast. Apparently that's how people get around. I am from Texas. We don't do trains. So it was my first time on a train and it was absolutely amazing. We got to Philadelphia and
0: before you skip over that, because that's a pretty cool, how did you compare that to like flying? What was that experience like?
1: So we took the Acela down, which is like a high speed train. And apparently that's like a thing over on the East coast. Uh, It was great. We went to Penn station, hop on the thing. Uh, I guess we were in first class, which I guess they give you food We had these lovely seats. It was fabulous. They're like, what would you like? Here's the dinner options. We go, they give us dinner and they're like, okay, get off. (laughs) I'm like, what? Yeah, we're here. You're kidding me! The whole thing took like fifty-seven minutes flat. I was shocked how fast we got there.
0: Yeah, and, and I've I've been on those trains. Uh, it's been a while, but they're like surprisingly comfortable, and it's really easy to get your work done on there. You have, I think, a lot of them have Wi-Fi internet now. Like I think they all do. So yeah, it's it,
1: great Wi-Fi. Yeah, so it's really it's really cool. So it was also my first time in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. Wow! I'm surprised to hear that. It smells (laughs) like what? (laughs) Like there must've been some sort of like urinal competition. I don't know. But what was really funny was everybody won. (laughs) Everybody won. I posted on Facebook. I'm like, I am in Philadelphia. I've been here 15 minutes it's, it smells like someone had a good time, and everyone was just like... I fully expected people to like fight me and be like, how dare you say that about my city? And then it was like, nope, that's what it smells like. <laughs> don't, don't you think New York City smells? No, not at all. Really? No. I just don't. Maybe I mean, not
0: Maybe not the Ritz, but if you walk through the streets of the real Manhattan, it, it smells pretty bad. I
1: don't think... Not that bad, but anyways, we could talk about the aromas in in philadelphia all day long but point of it is i got there super quickly uh we took i guess like a little like uh i guess it's called a septa down there where (laughs) septa septic get it anyways uh it dropped us off like right where the conference was and first day was just amazing um it was really great to get to see and talk to other podcasters that really like understand kind of the things that happen with us. Like it was, it was just so strange. Like whenever people say like, you know, Oh yeah, my listeners, like they come up, like they know, like all the episodes, like, which is great. I mean, because that means that people are listening. Um, you know, I got a lot of facts about our industry and about, um, podcasting in general, you know, I, there was, uh, several tracks that you could go on. So there was a technical track, a monetization track, a creation track, an industry track. Um, and I kept on finding myself going to more of the creation and the content tracks just because I felt that that's something that could be improved. Um, it was just an amazing experience. And let me tell you, podcasters are like the most welcoming group of people you will ever meet i don't know why i don't know if it's just like everyone is just so encouraging you know everyone i one thing that i really do find funny is podcasters measure themselves as to what episode they're on so like this one guy was like yeah i got 1200 episodes and we're like thanks dude we also have lives um can't help you it's, there it's, it's kind of like boothers measuring themselves by how many booths they got you know, I don't think do boothers really do that. I know I no, don't. That was my lame attempt at a joke. Please continue. Oh well, that no. Well, th- there's some validity to that, I think. But
0: no, people generally co- uh, brag about the number of employees they have
1: in business. Oh God, no, general general thing. I don't know about that, but I mean, if anything, I would say that I will say this: the photo booth industry could really learn a lot from the podcast industry because podcasters know that people can help out in any way they can and it's not really going to like affect them. You know, what do you, what do you mean? Like photo booth people are, and this is a gigantic generalization, but photo with people generally don't, they aren't as forthcoming with what equipment they use, you know, what software they use, what things they use to accomplish the things that they do for fear of someone else kind of stealing it, which Is fully valid. I mean, I mean, designers inherently and artists are not protected. We're just not protected under the same um, laws that govern, you know, other industries. Like we, I mean, I guess we could have a patent for some stuff, but for the most part, if you've seen one episode of Shark Tank, you will know that a lot of stuff that we do isn't proprietary. Anybody can do it. Yeah, that's true. And, And and in the podcast world.
0: I can see why they're not concerned about that because there's no like real hard cap. You can listen to four podcasts in the same genre. It's just, that's not going to be viewed as the same competition. They can't
1: steal your audience. You well, know? and not only that, they can't steal your voice. Exactly. Which, you know, like you could, you could have four podcasters record the exact same thing and you would have four completely different shows. The same thing applies to photo photoboothers. You could have four people come up with the exact same. If I did a Candyland competition and I said, design your best Candyland photo strip mock-up, we would have four very different versions.
0: That's definitely true. And that, that brings me back to you know our our talk at the uh, Expo in Vegas. And I think it was LA Photo Party and Yoda Booth where they kind of like the top dogs in the industry kind of say that they don't really worry about the competition. They don't really spend too much time Um. thinking about each other because nobody can replicate what they do. They bring their own perspective, their own voice, you know,
1: and you just can't copy that. For sure. That's another thing that I learned is podcasters really are not so much about the equipment so much as about the message which I really appreciate. So you can have someone recording on your phone. You can have someone, you know, recording on a little snowball. You can have someone recording on, you know, a $1,500 mic. It doesn't matter what equipment you use, huh. so much as so that your message is getting across. The same thing uh-huh. goes for photo booths. You sounded like a Muppet. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I just, I I was going to jump in and go there if you weren't going to go
0: there, because we talk about this a lot where people seem to, and someone actually just joined our Facebook group and is getting into the business and was asking for advice. And it was kind of the same thing. People get stuck on what equipment do I use? What booth do I use? What software do I use? And Yeah, you should have good equipment, good software, but it doesn't matter as much as you think it does, right? The output, the result is really what matters.
1: For sure. And what my advice to that person was, you know, uh, what I did was I bought like a turnkey kit in the very beginning. I would much rather someone learn on great equipment. Yes, it's expensive. Yes, you don't need to pay it. However, someone has done all the heavy lifting for you. You have this nice little package where, you know what, you can focus on good customer service and not have to worry that you're delivering a subpar product because someone has figured that out for you. So I have no problem with someone learning on great equipment first.
0: I mean, yeah, and I don't want to take this down a side path, but on the topic of equipment, you know, Ryan, I think something that we often get asked is or requested is that we talk about the technical stuff more often,
1: and what say you to that, Ryan? I'll let you. I'll let you respond <laughs> well, to that. <laughs> well, we'll get to, we'll get to that one in a minute, but um, we can, I guess, finish up podcast conference talk right now. But anyways, I, I did have a question. What was there anything that
0: you learned that was surprising that you, when you were because we've already had some traction, this has been working pretty well. Was there anything that surprised you that you learned?
1: Yeah, a lot actually. Um, so I guess the two major things that I learned was. First of all, Super Boothers is by far miles ahead. A lot of podcasts out there. That's the first thing that I learned. Um, and what makes you
0: say that? Like what, what gave you that impression? That surprised me too, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, we have started, when's, when's our podcast anniversary? Um, I think it passed. Well, it was like in May, right? Yeah, so it was a couple months ago. May or June. So I don't know. So we've been doing this a little over a year. And in that year, there are so many people that haven't found their footing. And so many people that just do it as a hobby with no real intent. There's no purpose. There's no reason for them to continue, you know, to do it. There's a thing called pod, pod fade where, you know, people go hard, strong, you know, record a whole bunch of episodes and then it just kind of goes by the wayside we have delivered, this is our 68th episode, every single week without fail. That's number one. Number two, everything, everyone is like, oh, well, whenever you have a podcast, you, know, you should build a brand around it. La, 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 la. And they say all the things that you should do. You should you know, offer merch we have super Boother shirts available at superboothers.com slash shop. If you would like to purchase, it helps the show and you get to wear some cool stuff 2 they're like, Oh, you should do events. Check. Uh, we have been to New York. We've been to Dallas. We've been to Los Angeles. Where else have we been?
0: Um, Australia.
1: Yeah, there's a big one. Uh, we've, you know, done Vegas, you know, the superboothers has given us such an amazing platform to really help people and to you know give people pretty decent information out there that they probably wouldn't have thought of for you know brand new people and you know people that have been doing this you know forever and a day and and to me the that,
0: that's the coolest thing about doing this show is you see that people really benefit from it like the response from the audience they come up to you in person they tell you people commenting that they listen to episodes multiple times or recommending like you see people recommending our show to other people online and i think not that we take it for granted but you don't know that it, that's not normal so the community yeah. that we have the engaged even the facebook group where it's awesome man like people have learned from the show and now someone else joins the group asks a question and everyone kind of teaches them based on
1: what they've learned from the show. So I was seriously so proud of everyone that like kept it so positive and was like, you know, this is great. You got this. And I know it's really hard for someone to be like, you know, a keep their mouth shut and be like, Oh, here's another cheap person going to come in. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't know why I'm doing this voice. <laughs> like It's, it's just like me making fun of someone's voice, I guess. I have no clue where it's coming well, from. You're, you're
0: totally right. Um, and I think that's the best word. Proud. I think I'm proud that our audience Behaves in that way. I think it just tells you what kind of people we have in our community.
1: It was just so amazing that so many people were willing to help out someone like brand new coming into the industry. And I mean, there's so many people that could easily have shot that down so quick.
0: Were people surprised, like when you were there telling people about our experience and our attraction, were they surprised to hear that? Or,
1: oh my God, people were like, you are so not normal. Why are you here? You should be speaking. I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. Going to conferences. Right, right. Well, no, but that was the thing is like every option that people were like trying to figure out, Super Boothers has done. Like Super Boothers has been so amazing to me, so amazing to you. Like it's just allowed us just to like reach a lot more people than you know we would have normally. One thing I really got a kick out of was there was this one seminar where the guy was like, We are the only medium where people listen to us in their cars, in the gym, on an airplane, you know, they have headphones on, we are in your head. It's just the creepiest thing, but it's so true. Like this is the only medium where we have like captive attention, like undivided attention. I mean, yeah, you're probably doing something else, but for the most part, what we're saying right now, like, will spark some interest. And then, oh, wow, maybe I can do that. TV doesn't do that.
0: Yeah, I personally listen to podcasts, and I did before we headed the show. And it's true that you feel like you know the people. When you listen to them every week, um, you definitely create some kind of bond that you can't get elsewhere. And the cool thing is that it's just like the the production value on a television show is so high. There's so much stuff you got to do. I really like that the podcast is a very conversational you just feel like you're hanging out with and having a chat about business. I think that is what's so real about
1: it. That's what's cool about it. That's another great thing is people have come up to us and said, there's no one I can talk to about this stuff, but we are here to be that people for you, those people for you. Whatever. I can't speak right now. I don't know why. The words are just like flying out of my mouth. No, but anyways, um, so that was one big thing was I learned Super Boothers is not normal. That's the big takeaway. Number two is uh, Terry Gross. She is the host of Fresh Air on NPR. She's absolutely amazing. She is about three foot five. Um, <laughs> she is... She had the she'd, be, she'd be tough to fit into a photo booth. You know, you got to tilt it. It's just a it's just whole the thing. The photo booth is bigger than her, for sure. I mean, it's just easy. I mean, the iPad, she's about as tall as an iPad. Um, she was great. And she is. She was able to help a lot of people with her interviewing skills just from listening to her. I mean, she is just the epitome of – I mean, she, like, precedes Oprah, Like someone guy, some guy was like, you know, oh, like she's like the best interviewer. Well, hold on. Wait a minute. That's Oprah. She's the best interviewer for radio, which I will most definitely give her that. Um, And, you know, she talks about everything that happened from, you know, she had a Hillary Clinton uh, episode that just went horribly wrong. And the press took it a complete different way. You know, she had an interview with um, Maurice Sendak. He is the author of Where the Wild Things Are. And she, it was his last interview. And if you get a chance to just YouTube it, just type in like Maurice Sendak, Terry Gross. It is the most heartwarming thing you will ever listen to. Um, Essentially he's on his deathbed and, you know, he's just being very reflective. She was able to do that. She is the, it's in such an art form to be able to tell a story through questions. Like she's able to take you on a journey simply by ans- asking the right questions at the right time so anyway she was amazing but the one thing that I learned from her was to kill a show and what and what I mean by that is uh, if you feel that a show is not going right it is okay not to air it Ismail and I have recorded a lot of episodes that we have not aired you know we are we are you know recording for pretty much hours on end, you know, the last episodes that we do, probably not the best. So there are times where it's okay to kill an episode, to, to not do it, because that's the thing is we try and take care of the listener first, to where if you're getting bored, you're going to turn it off, and we don't want you to turn off, because generally there's some good nuggets at the end. Hint, hint.
0: <laughs> it's tough to create something, record something, and then decide not to put it out. Uh, but, but yeah, sometimes it's just the right decision because you want to keep the bar high for, for content. And, you know, maybe sometimes you might listen to a show and you might think it's terrible. We're not, we're not going to have yeah. you love every show, but there's a reason for each show. And, and we might start experimenting with different formats and trying to always level up. And to do that, you have to take some risks and try different things. And, uh, that, that was the next thing I was going to ask you, Ryan. And by the way, before I get into that is a, a huge takeaway, like I've talked about how I listen to podcasts. You know, you just went to a podcast conference. The mm-hmm. I can't, you know, emphasize enough to people, the constant learning, the constant growing, and the constant striving to improve, that is a sign of someone who's gonna be successful. And you see us doing it, you see other people doing it. I think you have to put that like first and foremost on your to-do list every day. Try to learn something, try to get better, play around with the tool like. That should be a guiding principle if you really want to go places. And my question to you, Ryan, is you kind of talked about how this is not normal. We have already, you know, we're ahead of the game. What did you take away from being there that, People can look forward to uh, with Superboothers. Is there, like, we're already ahead of the game, but is there anything that you took that we will start implementing?
1: Yes. So I have written a blog that's available at superboothers.com slash blog. And the title is What's Next for Superboothers. Um, what was really funny is we were at dinner and Ismail made a joke that did not land well with me. So I whipped out my phone and I wrote, Superboothers is canceled. Thank you for listening. Uh, being, being overdramatic as per usual. I was not being overdramatic. How
0: very dare you! You know what's funny is that you say the most ridiculous and outlandish and offensive things, and nobody yes. cares. No, no. <laughs> but I, I make
1: one like little minor offensive joke, and it's like, oh no, gotta cancel the show. Oh. Over. Canceled. Sorry. Thank you for listening. You know, I really have to thank my grandfather for that because my grandfather has the ability to just do like the most scathing joke and it just go over so well and nobody cares. I mean, so actually, I really have to tell the story real quick just because just my grandfather. Um, So he he, first of all, he was in the military like forever and ever and ever. And he was working in civil service and he would handle uh, essentially all like the construction, um, for, uh, this one military base. And anyways, he had a secretary cause that's what they called him back then. Do you know which base it was? I do, but I'm not going to say it. Um, Texas to me. No. So anyways, so he had a secretary way back when, and he had to leave on a Friday, asked her to take care of some stuff for the following Monday, Monday rolls around and it's not done that does not fly well with my grandfather. And I completely know that that's where I get it from because it certainly would not fly well with me. Um, Anyways. So he starts getting angry. uh, And my grandfather is all bark and no bite. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows someone like this. However, uh, she starts crying, which I haven't done that in a very long time. I've always had like girls that have worked with me and, occasionally sometimes the girls will cry and it's never my intent to do that nor is it my grandfather's intention however uh he she just is in tears just bawling and she goes you just need to go to the wizard and get a heart is that a wizard of oz yeah absolutely you just need to go to the wizard and get a heart and without missing a beat my grandfather goes only if you go with me and get a brain And I am just like, I am just like, and and then they start laughing and then the tension's broken and then it's all fine. But my grandfather's just had the ability just to say horrible, horrible stuff. But anyways, um, so anyways, that's, what's happening, uh, with that story. Do you remember my question? Yes, I do remember the question. So what's new with Super, what's new with Super Boothers? So no, Super Boothers is not being canceled or at least not in the near future. Uh, and I posted a picture of us smiling to prove it. You had to add the not in the near future. You're going to, you're going to cause havoc. Super Boothers will end. That's just, that's, that's inevitable. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get tired of it. I'm pretty sure you're going to get tired of it. I am not going to be 60 years old, still talking about photo booth stuff with y'all. Right. But yeah,
0: so that's a long time. That's a
1: long time from now. Anyways. So I, I did get a lot of takeaways, uh, from, from the photo booth conference and I, I had to be very mindful and I really kept my mouth shut. I really didn't really network until like the last day, um, which was probably not a smart idea on my end, but that's just kind of how I am with these things. Um, I, I was able to take notes on my phone, got home, printed it up. I had 50 pages worth of notes and it has taken me four days to go through all those notes You know, write down what I needed to implement, what things we need to do. One of the first things I wanted to do was do a listener survey. Um, So I posted that on our Facebook. I posted that on our website. posted that on the blog. and posted that in Facebook groups. It is actually still available now. So if you would like to go take the listener survey, it is never too late. Um, You can go to superboothers.com. Please
0: please take it.
1: Yeah, go to superboothers.com. Click on blog. Um, or you can go to our Facebook group and it's pinned at the top, uh, for you to do our listener survey. It seriously takes two minutes. Um, and, and we had a great number of people fill it out and, and let us know what's going on. Um, one thing that I really do must reiterate to listeners is that from the very beginning, uh, we got a lot of questions about that saying that they want more technical information. Um, th- this is, this is not the, the forum for that. Um, one thing about photo booths is we are going to be an ever evolving industry. All of the technology. If we did a podcast on one particular booth, it's going to be gone in eight or nine months. Like That's just how fast our industry is moving. Um, so one of the things that is, if you go to episode zero zero, you will find out that that is something that we have said from the very beginning. Um,
0: that's actually true. We did talk about that in that intro episode.
1: Yes. This podcast will always be about marketing and growing your business and strategies to help you create more revenue. Um, I really don't believe that it doesn't matter what equipment you're using.
0: Right. And I was just going to say that's an intentional decision because we believe that it doesn't have as big an impact as you think it would. And people get stuck on that question, whether it's the software or the booth. And if we talked about it and we did 80 episodes on it, we feed into that you know, paranoia. It doesn't matter as much as you think it does. You just need something good enough.
1: There is an episode in a blog, I believe, where I talk about an event that I did that I shot on my iPhone and the client didn't know a bit of difference. It doesn't matter what equipment you're using. It really doesn't. The concepts that we talk about in this show, we really feel can be used universally. So uh beginning around august 15th we are before, before you jump ahead
0: i just want to throw in my two cents stuff. yes caller here on please, the air yes please if you have time if you've got any value from the show take the two minutes and fill out the survey you're helping us understand the audience understand you understand what you want next um i've been reading through you know we've got a lot so far which i'm very thankful for uh and it's really interesting to see what people want next what they like the most, and even things that they want less of. So, your your survey responses actually help us guide what we're going to do next. So, throw your two cents into the ring and fill it out.
1: Yes, thank you, Ismail. So, beginning around August 15th, we are implementing some new features to the podcast. Uh, one of the big things is transcription. Um, we have listened and we have heard you. Um, you know, we know that there are photo boothers out there that try to listen to super boothers, but can't for whatever reason or not. Um, you know, we have had, you know, people that, you know, speak different languages or are deaf and would love to, uh, experience our content. However, that's not possible for whatever reason. Um, so we hope that this feature, uh, will really help you gain more information from our, are medium, so all the all the episodes. Uh, I, I'm not sure if the past episodes will be, but the new episodes um, will have transcription.
0: What what an honor that, you know, people from all over the world, from different cultures, people who can't hear,
1: like that is amazing. I love that we have white people problems. I absolutely love it. I, this is just an honor as a Mexican that I have this problem. But but seriously,
0: people who can't hear want to absorb a podcast that tells you about the power of technology and the power of the content. So it's, uh, it's an honor that people want to get the content that much, that we'll do what we can to transcribe it, make it easier for people to
1: translate, and hopefully people can really benefit from that. Another thing is a YouTube and actually this is live absolutely right now. So all of the previous super boothers episodes, as well as new ones, uh, are being pushed to YouTube, um, just for you to listen to it there for whatever reason or not. Um, closed captioning is already available on YouTube from those videos. So if you have an issue, you can click that. I think there's a way to translate it. Um, Like, translate the closed captioning. Uh, I can't really verify that yet, but that's what I've been told. Um, But yeah, so I'm really excited to have every single episode on YouTube. Yeah, and people have been asking for that because a lot
0: of people wanted to play it on the TV while they're doing other things like cleaning the house and, you know, watching, listening to the show with their family and kids. So,
1: Yes, and I have to curb the cussing. I know. It's been, well, this is another thing. So I had, uh, there was a listener who w- was watching a Facebook live video of me. And someone said, Are you, the little girl said, Are you listening to Superboothers? And I'm like, Uh oh. And she's like, Is that Ryan? I'm like, Oh if a little girl knows who Ryan is, I probably should curb it. So yes, I will be making the show more family friendly. And I would just like to note that I've been family friendly since episode zero. So whatever, hold your applause. applause. I don't need to gives a fly. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yes. So actually this episode and the next episode will be regular episodes. Everything I believe beyond August 15th will be in our, in like the new format. Um, so yes, so we're going to be adding a new section to our website of community, which will keep you engaged, uh, with more information than you will absolutely know what to do with. I'm really excited for our fan art section. So if you've created a meme, a video, a photo of us, I, I get an absolute kick out of it. I can't believe that you people take the time out of your busy lives to do this, but it brings us, it, it brings, it us, I love it brings it. us a lot of joy and it's just please, please, please keep doing
0: it. It brings me joy because almost all the memes make fun of Ryan. No, they don't. They make
1: fun of you and your eyebrow. No, No, singular. Uh, (laughs) uh, Another thing is events. Um, While we can't do as many as we did this last year, uh, we're absolutely going to be doing. A couple of live events uh, for the remainder of this year. Ismail does not know this yet.
0: <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm thinking that my, my schedule. I don't know if that's going to work, Ryan. But uh, may, maybe
1: early next year tough that might work. Nuggets, it's happening. Uh, so yeah, well, Ismail doesn't have to come. I'll just come. You can just berate me. Uh, so if you' going to be an empty room, if, if you want, if, if you want us, if you want us to, I will fill the American Airlines Center in <laughs> Dallas. Whatever. Uh, so. If you want us to come to your city on that blog, just leave us a message in the comments. Um, I know that New York has been talked about again, um, which is rather easy for us to do. Um, and and I was
0: just going to jump in. We've asked this before in the Facebook group, and people comment. It's better to do it on that blog post because you comment once and it'll always be there for us, right? So. We have multiple posts asking about this, people commenting multiple times. It's hard to keep track. If you go to that blog post and write a comment, it'll always be there. Um, it's kind of like a voting system. For sure.
1: So, another thing is beginners. Uh, an overwhelming number of people have explained to us that they are very much new to the photo booth world. And we are absolutely here to help with that. And I do agree that our beginners are being underserved by super boothers. So I'm here to say that as of the next month, that will be changing and we are working on really providing resources and materials for people just entering the space. Um, Ismail, I'm going to let you elaborate on that a bit and you can tell whatever you want to tell about it.
0: <laughs> well, uh- I just, I just want to like caution that people who are more experienced don't get turned off or scared by that because there's been people that, have talked, that are listening that are in the business for 30 years and say that they actually re-listen to episodes because they get value out of it. So it's not that if you're experienced, you're not going to get value out of the show. It's just that we can think more about beginners. And um, a lot of times, even phrasing that you use can be better suited to people who are not as familiar with stuff. So we're just going to try to keep that more in mind. And if you're more experienced, that doesn't mean we're going to have less content for you. We're actually ramping a lot of that stuff up as well. You know about our Google AdWords course. We're doing a lot of stuff like that for like really advanced content. Um, so we're trying to cater to both segments of the audience. We just don't want to leave anyone behind, is basically. Um, and, and it's better for everybody. It's, that's another thing you kind of harped on before, Ryan, is people get mad at new people coming in and whatnot. Harp? I don't I, harp. You know what I mean, <laughs> but I think, I think it's important that we don't berate new people or talk down to them. If we help everyone raise the bar, it raises the bar for everybody, right? We're worried about cheap competitors. Well, let's train them, teach them how to improve the quality so, so that they can charge more so that the whole industry you know, rises up. So that's been our philosophy well, from the
1: beginning. I'm, I'm halfway on board. I mean, there will always be cheap people that will always offer less than what you're offering, just don't worry about it. I mean, the more you spend yelling and complaining is the less time that you're working on your own business. So that's
0: true. There's always going to be people, but those people aren't listening to the show. So I'm talking about people listening. And yeah, we're just trying to cater to everybody.
1: Uh, so next is education. Um, we have had a lot of success with Google AdWords and we hope you've been enjoying it. And if you have purchased AdWords, um, we're going to be checking on you and your progress to see if there is anything we can do to help because that's what we're here for. Um, we are going to continue offering paid resources for much larger topics. Uh, our next one will be Facebook ads. Woo! Um Yes, so this is already in progress. Um, Ismail has so lovingly taken the reins on it. Um, We had a little snag because Facebook has changed uh, some third-party rules and how that works out. So once that gets announced, um, which is in, actually, I think this next week. Um, So by the time this episode airs, it should be figured out. Uh, But anyways, so Facebook ads is absolutely the next um, e course that we have coming up, and there's more stuff coming on down the way. No, I'm
0: I'm really excited about that stuff because that stuff is only about how to book more people and make more money. So if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will.
1: So I had another interesting thought, idea, whatever. I was working with a publisher of a wedding magazine, and you know she was telling me about vendors that you know sign up with her and you know get put on the website and in the publication and all that other stuff, and she was saying how there are some people that will like hesitate and won't pull the trigger on marketing. And they're like, Oh, well we can't afford it. That is just the dumbest thing you could do. Like why would you turn off the faucet of money? Like if marketing is what gives you the money to book stuff, like marketing is clearly the answer. So anyways, that was just a lovely little nugget that I had. Um, Another thing that I am offering is coaching. Um, So I am about to launch a coaching platform um, where I can help people one-on-one as well as in a group. Um, I know that everyone always struggles with things like marketing and staff and getting leads and staying busy when times are slow. And I really can't wait to show you what me and my team have been working on.
0: Yeah, that sounds exciting. And I I probably would uh, like to
1: learn from you there as well. There's a fee. Uh, anyways, so... <laughs> <and> hello? <laughs> uh, no. Lastly, we are coming out with a brand new format. So we, I guess, so this is 68, 69 will be uh, pretty much the same format. Uh, 70 and beyond will be a little bit different. Yeah, because you can't change it on 69. You got you to gotta wait
0: for that even number.
1: Well, we are, (laughs) we are revamping the show and don't worry, it's going to be the same great show, only better and not completely unrecognizably different. So we're going to do be, we're going to do be, we're going to be doing more music. Uh, more interviewing, and what I really am interested to learn about is uh, regular photo boothers just like you listening to the show. So if you want to be on the show, go to superboothers.com uh, and click be on the show. Or if you know any other boother that you would want on the show, then you can
0: recommend people there as well.
1: Uh, so hopefully by the next time I talk to you, we'll be nominated for a podcast award if everyone did their job correctly. Um, there is what, what should they do, Ryan? Well, they can't do anything now because it's too late. Um, uh, but what they should have done was gone to the website uh, to nominate us for a podcast award. So hopefully I will be able to say this next go around that we're on the ballot. Uh, and if not, well, at least there's chocolate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So that's that's a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, I hope people are as excited as we are. And I hope that you see that we're trying to, uh, Cooper's there, but it's okay. I like Cooper.
1: Cooper, Cooper's freaking out for no reason. I don't know why. He's excited too. We got a lot of stuff coming. He is so excited for all the new changes. (laughs) So I I think people,
0: the thing that I hope people take away is that we're not resting on our laurels. We're trying to improve. We're trying to give you more value. And the, the best thing that you can do is communicate back. Let us know what you'd like, what you don't like, ideas that you may have. And we do hear everybody. We read every comment. Um, so we'll take everyone's feedback as inspiration and try to get better.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Just click on the little button. I don't know how to do it. We'll show you how to do it on the website. Thanks for listening. Bye.